discovering the play and discovering Helena was something that it well for for me it has to begin on day one of rehearsals because I think if you come well if I come with too many preconceived notions it's quite hard to to change them and especially with Shakespeare when there are so many options I mean you you have no idea what the design concept will be you have no idea what the director's take on the whole play will be um you can't account for what other people, how other people might interpret their characters. And ultimately, that's what makes the play unique and specific, is all those elements coming together. And there was no way that I could uh, account for any of that before rehearsal started, really. And in terms of its historical context, there's an argument that uh, Helena is Shakespeare. You know, there, he was in, was he in love with the Earl of Southampton? Was he in love with this uh, lady-in-waiting of Queen Elizabeth? Um, there's so much in her. Why is the first time that you, she has this very um, almost Hamlet-like first line where she says, um, I do affect a sorrow indeed, but I have it too. Now, I as Michelle know what that line means, but for the audience, for the first, that's the first thing that they hear this, this person say. Um, and you just have to trust in that you don't have to try and disclose everything about her in the beginning, that you have the entire play to show this very full human being. Lest it be rather thought you affect a sorrow than to have. I do affect a sorrow indeed. But I have it too. And then the next time that you hear her speak is when she's on her own in the middle of this massive stage going, I'm really sorry, but I'm not even thinking about my dead dad. I'm thinking about this man I'm in love with. But it was the soliloquies, really, that w were the most difficult to, to, to pitch, not necessarily to understand. I understood what the language was, but... The audience don't have to like Helena, that isn't the, the point, but they have to understand why she does what she does. And you have ten lines in which to establish her dilemma. Um, and it's really, I think it, people play soliloquies very differently, but for me it was really important that it became a dialogue with the audience and it was about a confession to the audience that um, she um, entrusts these people. Whatever they think about her dilemma, she has entrusted them with this information. Were that all? I think not on my father. And these great tears grace his remembrance more than those I shed for him. What was he like? I have forgot him. My imagination carries no favour int but Bertram's. I am undone. There is no living, none, if Bertram be away. To all one that I should love, a bright particular star. And think to wed it, he's so above me. The meaning is so mercurial and intangible. The joy is you'll never get bored of saying it, which is a gift. Yeah. <laughs>